Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility got my prevnar 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect i'm 19 strong and asthmatic and at higher risk get vaccinated but but nothing when grandma speaks grandson listens 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or chronic heart disease or 65 plus you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The world's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch, Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, what up? This is your boy Flex Luger from Dover, Delaware, man. Okay. Dover, Delaware. What up, bro? Get it off your chest. 
Man, listen, man, listen, listen, listen. No disrespect to all the MCs or whatever, man, but I just want to let y'all know. My name is Flex Luger. I'm a 42-year-old rapper, and I'm coming, man. I know y'all going to clown me. Let's hear Let's hear something, since you're so confident. Oh, oh I'm very confident. Oh, you want to hear something? Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay, then. Uh, all right, that's all good. You, you don't know, sound so confident. I remember I was growing up. I would dream of blowing up. Steady doing shows, damn, why nobody showing up? I ain't had no crack prices, steady going up. Chilling with your bows, big jeans, dudes know what's up. Only had a couple homies, I ain't never do the phonies. Favorite song was Tenderoni, used to fight my cousin Tony. Mama used to pray for me, she still do it faithfully. All I heard was hand jokes, my dude, it was pricking me. Had to pick my up. Okay, all right, um, all right. Hey, man, hey, man, I got a song on all platforms. Pain I feel, Flex Luca. I ain't trying to network and steal the show. I'm just saying, man, I'm hungry, Envy. I've been doing this for years, Envy. My name is Flex Luger. Pain I feel. All platforms. Angelique put me on the show. I talk nasty and everything. I ain't playing. Flex, what do you, what do you do? What's your, what's your <laughs> nine to five? Man, I'm working at Kimberly Clark right now in uh in South Carolina, dog. But that's only temporary because when pain I feel get off the ground, it's over with. I promise you. Let me pain ask you. I feel all platforms. Let bro. me ask you a question. When, when do you when, when, you know as you know like an entrepreneur, you start a business and it doesn't work. When do you let that business go? So when do you say, you know what, I ain't gonna rap anymore? You know what? That's a good that's a good point, Envy. I'm not lying to you, man. But I'm so passionate about it, dog. I feel like I'm going to still be on the uh, the tip of, you know, writing music for people, man. How I'm going to always have a 9 to 5. How long you been doing music? I've been doing it for a long time, Angela. I really have. It's like, what's a long time? Long. I, well, I, I, I've been, I fell in love with it when I was like 10 years old, man. Okay. Not, I, I know. I know. I know it's over. I already. I know. I already We're know. not. Hey, nobody saying, saying that. You were so confident a minute ago. Yeah, don't do that. Question. I mean, Envy's a DJ. You don't know. You don't know what he might be able to do for you. Nothing. Right. 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 I'm still confident though. Right. Right. Uh, Envy just said, Nah. Nah. I heard that. No, I, said, I, said, I said nothing. But you know what I mean. Y'all not stay with it, man. I mean, everybody has their chance, and, and maybe you just haven't had your chance yet. You know Our mean? camera I, guy Nick said, Keep going. I'll never tell anybody to stop what they're doing. But you know, sometimes you know, like with any business, you gotta you gotta know. Win the fold. Nah, that's fine. No win the fold. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. You know what I mean? I think it's no win the hold them. Oh, hold them. Oh, fold yes, and sir. hold. You can't know when to fold and then know when to fold again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes? <laughs> Yo, MB Angela, I just ask y'all, man. I, I don't want to do nothing harmful, man. I just, I'm just asking y'all. Please go hear my song, Pain I Feel, Flex Luger, all platforms, streaming everywhere. All Matter right. Fact, I got a whole album out. I, I got a whole album out. Broken Promise. I, I, he sound like he from Queens, right, Envy? No, he definitely doesn't sound like he from Queens. Sound like he from Brooklyn. Sometimes you gotta know, know when to hold him, know when to fold. That's how you say. It. Okay. All right, so maybe he should fold him. Hello, who's this? Hey man, good morning. This is Russ. Russ, Russ what's happening, King? Get it off your chest, Russ. Nothing, man. Hey man, let me first say I've been listening to y'all since I was in ninth grade, right? How old are you now? I'm 23 years old. Lord have mercy, boy. We've been around too long. Man, listen, I called y'all back when I was in 10th grade in high school, <laughs> and, Envy, and Envy hung up on me because he couldn't get my name right. Russ? Russ? couldn't get Russ right? Sounds yeah, about he right. he kept saying rough. He kept saying rough. <laughs> Envy's communication has improved a lot over the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Russ, this is too difficult. Hang up on him. I don't think that's a lie, Russ, but go ahead, I'll let you know. Right? But anyway, I remember what I was mad about back then. I was mad because, you know, I'm from Baltimore, man, y'all not on 92Q. So I was mad about that. But hey, Charlamagne, you know what I'm doing today? Masturbating. What? Nah. Some things don't change. That, what, sir? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read your book, uh, uh, Anxiety Plan Tricks on me. Shook one. Yes, sir. Exactly. Because, you know, I took a mental health day today, so I called out of work. 
Oh, man. Listen, we got to do that from time to time. What you having anxiety about today, brother? Man, Monday morning, I was on my way to a job interview, and I had crashed my car, man. That just ruined my week. Damn. Well, yeah, man. shake it off, my brother. I'm glad you're taking a mental health day today. Yesterday you, was a day that you should have, like, you know, did some energy cleansing, man. Maybe take a salt bath, write down your, your long-term goals, manifest some things in your life. But you can still do that today. Yeah, man, I'm going to journal today. I'm going to get my, my, my feelings off my chest and, like, write it down, you know, look back on this day. And I know it's not going to be a big deal. So, you know, I'm just trying to push through. I love this, my brother. Right, I love how you live in, King. Have a good one. You be safe. Hey, man. Y'all, y'all have a good morning. Thanks for asking my phone. Hey, hey, feel a lot better. Hey, Russ, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you some more things to read. I'm going to send you Dr. Rita Walker, the unapologetic guide uh, to black mental health. That's a, that's a, that's one I recommend to everybody, man. I'm going to hey, send man, you that. you can autograph that for me, too. That'd be well, it's, it's not mine to autograph, but I'll send it to you. Oh, damn, man. I got you, King. I'm going to send it hold to on. you. Hold on. Don't hang on. Hold on. All right, I hang on. You're on line seven. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Amber, this is Uber Mike. Uber Mike, what up, bro? Get it off your chest. How you doing? Two things. Uh, first thing, I uh, thank you for sending us a shout out yesterday, but I only got one problem. I don't like wait on people when I pull up. I don't like wait. You hit confirm, that means you're ready to go. Nah, it don't. It don't, because I'm that type of person. Because sometimes Uber say they'll be there in 10 minutes and it take 15 minutes and I don't be waiting outside. So if I'm staying at a hotel, or I'm doing something, I usually wait till you outside and I start walking to you. Okay, and then uh, Angela Yee, when is Yee Day? I want to come to your Yee Day. August 28th. I'm already starting. Yes, I've already been planning it. It's going to be amazing this year. I can't wait. Okay, I'll be there. And last thing, I promise you, this is Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Okay, you know that that, that fear we have when somebody pull up on side of you on the car? Yes, sir. That's the fear I got. That's why I don't like waiting. A car will be pulling up along beside you. That fear we got? Hey, it's called, uh, you talking about the anxiety, but I'm going to tell you something. I, yeah. I, I couldn't be yeah. an Uber driver, bro. Dealing with right. all them strangers every day and random people jumping in and out, exchanging that type, different energy with different people all day. Lord have mercy. Oh, man, it's a blessing, man. I love talking to people, man. I have 10,000 pickups, man. It's, a, it's amazing. Okay. And, and I read that story the other day, and I, it gave me anxiety for all the Uber and Lyft drivers about the, uh, the young lady who got killed. Yeah. And, and she was begging for her life. She had four kids. Like, mm. damn. Yeah. Y'all have a blessed morning, man. Yes, Be sir. Out there, brother. All right. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This ball calling for the 313. Good morning. 313, right. what's Yo. happening? That's Detroit, right? That's Detroit. Yes, it yeah. is. Yes, sir. What up, brother? Get it off your chest. Okay, I want to first off, I want to say good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, sir. And good morning, Charlemagne the Great. Peace, King. How are you, black man? Hey, I'm all right, brother. I'm all right. I just want to say that I about my girl. I love her. We've been together 14 years. Hey. And I just want to say her name is Brandy Michelle Foster. I just want to say how much I love her. I appreciate everything that she do for me and my family and my kids. Aww. I will never forsake her. I will never take her for granted. I will never play with her. I don't do that. I wish all black men to do the same thing because there there's not go. a lot of women that's regal and that's going to hold you down like my BNF do me. When I say my baby hold me down, 
it's no limit. I don't even think about another female. Everybody talking about they want Beyonce and Rihanna. I want a Brandy. I don't want none of that. I want a Brandy. You want your Brandy. That's right. Yeah, not Brandy Brandy. You're not Brandy. You want your Brandy. <laughs> 14 years. Oh, my brand. There you yeah. go. Brandy Magello Foster. That's her name. That's my baby, and I love her. There you go, brother. That's beautiful, my, my king. Have a good one. Y'all yep. too as well. I mean, he said it like he got the... Like he got options though. Yeah, he said it like something just happened. I'm just saying, you see, he did, he did, but it's I don't like know you know what I, happened. I don't want me a Rihanna. I don't want. Do you have the option to have you must Rihanna? Just like the picture yeah. or something? Yeah. You can only say you don't want something. He was if like, you "Yo, babe, listen, make sure you listen this morning to Breakfast Club." Okay? Don't do him like that. He just loves his baby. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Caesar. Hey, what's up, bro? Get oh, off your yeah. chest. Hey, Caesar. Oh, I meant to use an anonymous name. Hey, everybody. Too late. Oh my goodness. Charlemagne. Peace, peace. Oh, What's up, bro? Do you want to change your name um, now? Yeah, man, I just need to get off my chest real quick. I'm sorry for cutting you off, because I don't like when Charlemagne and Envy do that to he like, I forgive you, I take you back. But like, month, week, years down the road, you still like throwing it back in my face? That's like, come on now. So yeah, this I just happens. Like, what are you doing? You this know? just happened to you, Caesar? Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but this, this is like, this is like some long ago type stuff, you know. But I'm talking about like even nowadays, you know. Like I see my partners go through it, vice versa. I see females go through it with guys. It's like, hey, don't right. take them back if you're not going to 100 percent forgive them, you know. Well, I would say this: sometimes things trigger you, you know. So you might have forgiven somebody, but that doesn't mean that you completely forget it. And so there might be certain times when you fall back into some old habits. It takes a long time to build up that trust. So it's an effort on both people's parts, though. I do agree. You can't just keep on beating somebody up after you said, let's work on it. But every now and then, you know, you don't intend for it to happen, but you get a little mad. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We all human. We all be trying to, you know, live our best lives out here. I feel you. Well, mm-hmm. thank you, bro. Good luck, man. Hello. Who's this? Yo, it's Ron from Cincinnati. Ron, what's up, man? You, you want to holler at Charlotte? Yeah, hey, I, first of all, man, I just want to give you your, your roses now. Uh, you know, for the work that you do, man, with mental health, like, I mean, you do a, a great job, man, with not just the awareness piece, but also, you know, trying to implement in a way for people to really, you know, to heal and to deal with the mental health, right? Thank you, King. Um, man, it's all good. I sent, the, I sent some t-shirts to you guys, too, man. So I created some depression t-shirts that said that I make the look good. You guys get it? No, you I You make see what that. look good? I make stuff look good. So that's what the t-shirts say. They're depression t-shirts, right? Okay. You know, for people, man, that's struggling, you know, depression and different, you know, different areas, right? And and basically it's saying that, look, you don't see what's going on inside because, like, you know, with a lot of mental health issues, it's not like a cold when you see the symptoms. You know what I'm saying? So people don't see the symptoms of PTSD and other issues. So basically, you know, what I tell people here in Cincinnati is, man, look, Go get your hair done, get your nails done, guys. Go get your, you know, your, your, your beard shaved and put your outfit on and make it look good. All or right, bro. That. Okay. Yes, right, sir. Right, well, thank you, man. You have a good day, man. Have a good morning. All right, bro. All righty, man. Hello, who's this? This is Tempe. Hey, good morning, Mama. Get it off your chest. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Good morning, y'all. It's my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy born day. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you. Sorry, y'all. What you doing this weekend? 
Well, right now, um, later on, my mom's going to come get me. We're going to go you know, to the spa and stuff. Oh, so that is really nice. I like that. A spa day with your mama. Yeah, enjoy your yes, day, mama. Man. Thank you. I have a question for Charlemagne, though. Yes, ma'am. Charlemagne, I've been buying all these books, right, because you recommended them. But the only book I don't have is yours. Is there any way I can get it for a birthday kid? Which one you I got you? Which one you want? Oh, See both. The first one. I'm gonna start with the first one. You want black privilege? All right, I got yes, you. Sir. I'm gonna put you on hold and get your address. Oh my God, thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed one. Yes, right, yes, yes. Happy birthday. Hold on one second. Thank you again. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick Six, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code BREAKFAST. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like will they score more or less than 30 points, or have more or less than 8 assists. Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code BREAKFAST. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code BREAKFAST. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, 
hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. From the gathering spot, we have Ryan Wilson and TK Peterson. Welcome, guys. Good to well, be here. Greenwood and the gathering <laughs> spot, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's break it down for people that don't know. What is the gathering spot? So the gathering spot is a private network that we established in Atlanta in 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in the community business. We figure out how to connect people. Youngest member is 21, oldest is 90. So we spend time building connections, hosting programs, and we have physical clubs across the country. Mm-hmm. We actually just had Mary J. Blige's... Um, strength of a Woman. Yeah, Strength yeah. of a Woman. Their whole entire event was there at the gathering spot. Mm-hmm. So how can people become a member if they wanted to become a member of the gathering spot? So you go online, right? We, we have a process that starts there. You'll get in contact with the person on our membership team, and then we interview everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's really important for us to get to know every single member of the community to make those connections that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. We've got to spend time really understanding what makes you, you. And then from there, we, we send out acceptances. So it kind of works like college. You mm-hmm. you put your application in and then we'll tell you uh, soon after if you're, you're, if you're a member. And how many members are there? There's 12,000 12, across, the across the country. Yeah. Now with membership, what does that include? What do I get with the membership and how, how much is membership fees? And yeah. why would somebody want to do it? Gotcha. So the membership includes access to the physical locations we have. So in Atlanta, we have about 25,000 square feet. In D.C. and L.A., roughly the same size. So physical clubs that have event space, a private restaurant and bar, and a workspace with private offices and conference rooms. The thought being that anything you would need to do in a modern day's worth of work, you can do inside of the space, both professional and social. And then we have our own content platform, digital platform there, and uh, local perks and, and different benefits. But the biggest... Um, attraction to being a part of, of the community is that one another. You're meeting other people who are, are like-minded and highly driven and see value in being part of something that's larger than themselves. So very similar to college where you're meeting people who are lifelong friends and, and partners and different things. This is how you keep that connectivity beyond the educational setting and with you for the rest of your life, hopefully. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, you know, when I um, started my private label store in Detroit, the meeting that I had with my partner, Mikey, was at the gathering spot. So that's where we actually had our first initial meeting Boom. in person to kind of talk about getting things started. So like like stories like that mm-hmm. are what it's about yes. to, for us. Like we mm-hmm. look now 
It's been almost seven, seven years since TGS opened, mm -hmm. and there's so many business partners and relationships. We even have TGS babies where people yeah. are like, "I met, <laughs> I met at TGS, and now now look at us." Yeah. That's why we started it. Like, we want a good side piece at the gathering spot. <laughs> 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 hey, look, there 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 are a lot of different lot relationships, of relationships that have been created. That's all I'll say. And that's that's again, though, when we were talking about this in 2013, that was the plan. Like, how mm -hmm. do we create yes a place, but a network where we can build with one another, right? Knowing that there's not enough places around the country to be able to do that. So uh, we started in Atlanta, but we're building them all over the country now. Now, what is membership fees? How, how much does it cost to be a membership? And can I bring in people? Because, yeah. you know, how, how does that work? Yeah, great question. Um, The fees are, it's $200 a month or $2,000 for the year to be a member of the gathering spot. And yeah, you're allowed three guests pretty much at any time without giving advance notice. If you need more than that, we ask that you reach out so we can make sure that there's enough um, space for your, for your guests. What made you decide Atlanta was the right place to start? I think Atlanta is one of the more important cities in the country, right? And we, we've believed that for a really long yep. time. But you look between the colleges and universities, mm -hmm. the big businesses that are there, the small businesses and startups that are there, and then you've got the culture that's coming out of the city, right? That special sauce, we couldn't, we couldn't pass that up, right? That's what you see inside of the club. You'll see people who are wearing suits and ties yep. sitting next to people who are wearing T-shirts and jeans, right? And so our goal is to try to figure out how to make them talk to each other but you have to be in a city that understands and kind of moves in that way already. And so we uh, we planted it in Atlanta, but we're in the community business. So, I mean, we're at this point able to do this work mm -hmm. all over the country. Yeah. And now, then D.C., right, also? So, yeah, yeah D.C. was the second one. Mm -hmm. And then we recently opened another in Los Angeles. And that's the physical clubs. But we have membership communities, actually one here in New York, yeah. Chicago, uh, Detroit, Houston, Charlotte. So there are TGS folks everywhere. Now I was going to ask, you know, Drake talks about uh, kicking it with Jack Harlow at the gathering yeah. spot. So you have celebrities as well that are members, or do you have celebrities that, you know, come through because they feel safe? They, I used to always see T.I. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Tim's <laughs> our brother, man. He mm -hmm. He's a longtime supporter, showed us a lot of love, the whole Grand Hustle team. We're forever um, thankful for their support very early on. But yeah, we have we have celebrity members. Oftentimes we have a lot of people who, um, the team around the, the celebrity is oftentimes the member. So they're like manager, they're um, assistant, they're um, attorney. So the apparatus around them. And then because of that, they're familiar with the space. And because it's a, a private community, um, they have you know, private get-togethers regularly. So we're fortunate that uh, we've we've worked with Drake and the OVO team uh, several times over the years. It's always a great time with them. Now, how, why would you turn somebody down if, if they wanted to become a member? Why would you turn them down? So we're, we're looking for people who are connectors, right? So if you're one of those people that likes to walk in rooms and just pass out your business card and not say anything and the the interaction is really transactional, you're probably not a good fit for TGS. Oh, but get it, Envy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like th this is about relationships, right? Yeah. So if you're not a person that displays interest in building real relationships, mm -hmm. this is probably not the best environment for you. I mean, we ask a lot of questions in our interview, but the main thing that we're asking and, and the question that everyone gets is what animates you outside of the office? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we like we really care about the answer to that question. Like you have to talk to us about that other thing that you're passionate about. That's what we ultimately build programs around. So it's important to to get to you like the real you and if you don't want to bring that to the table again like this is probably not the best place for you no, all right this... now this always fascinates me so i want to get to the greenwood part okay where yep. you guys have done this whole partnership now the wording is they did greenwood acquired the gathering spot and so as people who have built this up right as a baby from the beginning what was the decision that what was the thinking behind you making that decision to go into business with greenwood so there are a lot of things in this right but first and foremost 
if you look at what we've been talking about at TGS for years, right? So the pandemic hits, and we we had a very vocal campaign called We All We Got. Yeah. And the thing that we were talking about was we've got to support one another and like be radical in that support. Mm-hmm. That's us talking a lot, though, about money, right? Mm-hmm. And so the conversation that was happening a lot in the community is that we just don't have access to the right resources and the right tools to be able to advance our personal and our business interests. So what we're doing with Greenwood is is something that that really is is special right when you hear the term black on black a lot of times that phrase doesn't end positively but in this this context it does right this is black on black m a and we're 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 working together to build a really really big company knowing that if we bring the community that we have at tgs now together with the financial tools and resources that greenwood has those those two things together are super super powerful so mm-hmm. we decided it was it was better to go with each yes. other than to, to be trying to build a business separately. Now, are black people only allowed at the gather spot? You just said Jack Harlow was there. <laughs> no, but, saying, but, but I don't know if he's a member. He might have came with somebody else. That's, that's what I'm asking. That would so be racist. The, both I mean, both businesses have racist clubs against us. I'm just asking. Am I right? No, so look. We are, we are specific at TGS mm-hmm. and at Greenwood that while everybody is welcome, mm-hmm. we are speaking to our community directly mm-hmm. right and so that is where we are focused right we're talking to, to black folks and have never mixed words about that it's yeah. important for us to have places you mentioned safety earlier we have to have places where we are safe and can build and grow with one another mm-hmm. so again everyone's welcome but we are definitely specific about where we're we have a perspective focus. i yeah. think something that ryan has said over the years that's true is that there's places where we're tolerated or accepted. This is a place that was built for us. This is black owned, we're black celebrated. managed, black operated. Absolutely. This is our platform. All right, we got more with the owners from the gathering spot. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We are the Breakfast Club. I got to remind you guys, my car show happens July 9th in Atlanta. Your favorite celebrity cars like 50 Cent, Bun B, Pastor Troy, Jeezy, Rick Ross, uh, Carlos Miller, Killer Mike. But since we're talking Atlanta, we got the brothers from the gathering spots here. Yee? Now, let me ask you this. So we talk about working in tandem, right? Black on black, but in a positive way. Yes, indeed. So yeah. why acquiring and not a partnership? So, I mean, that really got down to just the, the way that the, the best way to construct the deal, <laughs> right? I mean, Greenwood is a big platform, right? If you look at just technology companies generally, uh, the way that they're able to scale is a little bit different than what we were we were doing. Mm-hmm. But the way that this works truly day to day is that we are partnering, right? Like our teams are working with one another. We I think this is an example of like, again, for other business owners that are out there, it's possible to find arrangements. Like, I mean, we've been working together for a long time. Yeah. We just have expanded the family and, and are uh, proud to work with the Greenwood team day in and day out. Now, how difficult was it to get everything together? I mean, starting off saying you want to have a membership club and <laughs> How difficult was that? Because you need a vision, and it has to be a vision of not just one or two people. You need a bunch of people, yes, right? Because yeah. if I want to join a membership type of club, I can't just uh, just me and one person. Like you need numerous people. So how difficult was that? Um, big difficult, big difficult. Uh, so the the hardest thing, as always, you guys know as entrepreneurs as well, is you need capital, mm-hmm. which is the the first step. So. Um, something we talk about is that we got 97 no's before we got the first yes when it came to, to getting an investor. And then when you finally make it to the part where you have the capital to build out the location, then you start operating the business. And like you said, we're a private membership club. 
and people want to see it before they sign up and you don't want to come to a place that doesn't have anyone in there so it was it was we say hand-to-hand combat every day we went out and we were in atlanta and meeting as many people as possible yeah i mean we're just getting to the place honestly where we can talk about that part of the journey yeah um i mean it was it was like super rough yeah a lot of people told us no and like not the like no i'm not interested polite no's we were getting like no, I like get out of my office. I don't like this. You're <laughs> gonna fail, nose. Mm. And you know, it, it took just us continuing to believe that like the thing that we saw that could really be a thing that we like could build. We just had to figure out how to make that happen. Like we see this as as like assignment work. Right, this is yeah. something that we feel mm-hmm. uniquely called to do, and didn't want that part of the process to uh, to stop us. But I mean, when you don't get paid for years, right. Yeah. It, it's it you know it's a difficult yeah and we we spent the first several years of the business really trying to figure out one how to make it happen mm-hmm. but then two how to keep it on because you got to pay statement. everybody yes. else that works for you around you <laughs> and you cannot pay yourself at first no. all the money goes back into the business yeah. so yeah. it'll be the people that work for you but they're the ones that are making money while you're oh uh, yeah there were years where it was like <laughs> Everybody in this joint is making more money than us. Like right. truly, every, we weren't paying ourselves anything. <laughs> but I mean, you you got to see it through. I mean, we 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 kept going, knowing that like there would be a day where we'd be able to participate too, mm-hmm. and we just had to stick around long enough to make that happen. And I that's would, why. Oh, so oh. that's gonna say that's why we're forever grateful to the to the founding members of, of the club, um, particularly in Atlanta, because they they bet on two guys and and a, and a concept way before there was any proof in the pudding. So we had people who signed up in 2015 to become members just because they they, they met us or they saw, uh, they saw a post on Instagram and they just liked the concept and they wanted to truly support. And that's why, like, every time we talk, we, we always say, like, first and foremost, we're, we just work here and we're happy to serve and be a part um, of this organization. But it's member-led. It's all about the members and the 12,000-plus people who have invested, but particularly the, the people in Atlanta, the founding members there, who, who made it possible. Um, salute to Mayor Dickens in, in, in Atlanta, who's a Absolutely. founding member of the club who recently got elected as a mayor of Atlanta. Like, that's how, that's how long and deep-rooted we are in that community. I was going to ask, so now, who handles checks and balances, right? $200 a month. Sometimes a $200 is going to get declined. So who calls that person? And if that person decides to come to the gathering spot after they've been declined six times, who says excuse me? Ryan calls you personally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Ryan. uh, My my grandmother used to say, I ain't talking about anybody, but I'm talking about somebody. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a, a, a team internally, yeah. right? So that's actually TK's responsibility mm-hmm. inside of the business. <laughs> that's uh, TK, TK. Yeah, yeah. It's like so, yeah. so for everybody out there, talk to TK. Yes, um, yes. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that hasn't been a huge problem for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, this there's a lot of things that you get with a TGS membership. And, you know, yes, access to the space itself and the programs, but like the people, right? And so people don't want to miss out on being able to continue to build those relationships. Well, well, Ryan listen, Wilson, TK Peterson, yes, thank you I for think joining you guys us, are so inspirational to me just the way, because I remember when the gathering spot first started, my good friend Janae, yes, absolutely. she was on board from the beach. She always be like, we have to go to the gathering spot. And so just to see, you know, just how far you guys have come in this period of time. And I know it definitely wasn't easy. Some people probably felt like it wouldn't, ever get done the way that it has yeah. I congratulate you because it's a we, huge deal absolutely. and I think people watching this should all say how can I be a member how can I join the community even if you're not in Atlanta DC LA like you said there are communities yeah. in Chicago and Detroit and New York and other spaces where they can also be a member and support yeah please please come join us and, and be a part of of this collective it's a it's a really special time mm-hmm. for us as as a company 
And you know, to TK's point earlier, we're just extreme. We can't. Grateful. Yeah. yeah, we're just grateful. Yeah. People like man. Janae, like like Shaka, like like the only reason we made it was because the community decided that they weren't gonna yeah. let the business go under. Yeah, even folks that y'all seen here, mm-hmm. I mean, Doctor Key, the Village Market, Pinky, Slutty mm-hmm. Vegan, mm-hmm. Like, we've been a part of this tribe together, mm-hmm. really growing together, and that 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 is something that we don't take lightly. And so, anybody that's interested in joining the work, uh, we'd love to to have have you. At TGS or or at Greenwood. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and make sure you check out the gathering spot. And it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Take control of a safer home with Kidda's new smoking carbon monoxide alarm with smart features. A smart alarm that provides continuous tenure detection of smoke and carbon monoxide and real-time notifications through Kidda Home Safe and the Kidda app. Shop now exclusively at the Home Depot. I know when that alarm Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this couple that had a 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got on a plane and one got upgraded. So he decided to sit first class and left his wife in the back. It was a 12-hour flight, and his wife was pissed off about it. Mm, she had every right to be. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what would you do? Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Charlie from Austin, Illinois. Hey, Hi, guys. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> I have to call in and weigh in today because this had me feeling some type of way. Go ahead, Mama. I just feel like that's your wife. You shouldn't even left her at all. Mm. If anything, if you wanted to use your whatever, if you wanted to use your point so bad, you should have offered your wife to go be comfortable and you stayed in the economy. I you agree. You never left your wife. Okay, so would you leave your, if your man was like, or your husband was like, you go sit in first class and I'll stay back here, would you leave him? No, because this is a 12-hour flight. I want to be with my man. Like, That's right. If anything, I just would have been like, no, no, thank you. I, f- I really do Thanks, pray mama. that any woman that gets put in this situation meets their f- happy happily ever after in economy. Hello, who's <laughs> okay. this? Kelvin. What's your name? Yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin. Kelvin. Kelvin, what's up? Where you calling from? Kelvin, Kelvin. I'm from Old Bridge. Old Bridge, okay. Now, yeah, let, me, Old Bridge. let me ask you a question. You traveling with your, your girl, your significant other, all right? Or your man, whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah. My they. Girl, my girl. I'm just. I, I can't, <laughs> I'm not assuming. That's yeah, it. Yeah, we make that clear real quick. All right, all right. I'm not assuming. You with your girl? Twelve hour flight. They like, yo, Kelvin. Yo, you can upgrade, but we only got one. Twelve hour flight. You know, you got the pillow, the comforter, the bigger TV. You know, the the beds that lay down. Three could, full meals. You could take the tins off meals. and relax. You've been working all day. Your wife in the back with your girl in the back. A foot what you massage. Doing? All right, all right. Uh, there's only going to be one or two things happening in this case. Go ahead. It's either my my wife was taking that seat or I'm sitting in the back of my wife. Simple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I'm going to explain to her what's going on. Listen, this is what they offer you. You're trying to have this experience? No? All right. So we're going to sit right here and, and not me. Nah. Take this flight. Okay. All right. All right, well. I'll tell you this. I'm not giving up that seat. Me and my wife, we're going we gonna to split it. Six and six. That's disrespectful. No, we're going to split it six and six. I don't even want that. Me, We're going to be here. To, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, what sir. if she said, how long y'all been together? My wife? Yes. 27 years. What if she said, for the next 27, we're going to split it. So I'm going to be with some other guy <laughs> for half. And I'm going I'm to be, be with you for the other half. You going to do that? 
Nah, I ain't doing exactly. That. Twelve and twelve. We gonna hang it. We gonna be in the economy together. By the way, I've been in that situation. Twelve hours? No, it's been. I mean, from like LA to maybe I think it was an LA to New York flight, and like I told my hours. wife take the first class flight, and she was like, "No, I want to see what you in the economy." I would never do that. Well, you don't. Want, nobody wants to sit with me anyway because I'm sleeping the whole twelve hours. I don't care. I sleep I, the whole we, flight. I'm gonna let my wife take that first class. We gonna sleep together. It's not even about what? talking or nothing. It's just about oh, us being each mm-hmm. other, us being with each other. Like you know, we gonna be together in first class. We gonna be together in economy. That's just how it goes. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yeezy? Yes, and since we're talking about flights, uh, we'll tell you about somebody who says that they were physically assaulted ahead of getting on their flight. I hope this causes an argument between you and Gia later. I hope she has flashbacks. No, <laughs> it's going to be a part this, two of this book. No, this actually <laughs> happens a lot because we um, we travel a lot. So sometimes they'll, they'll only be one first class seat. She'll still take the first class seat. Or sometimes she'll be like, babe, you take it. You, you DJ last night. I know you tired. You take it. So it depends. You know what I mean? We... We don't care about that. What if somebody take a selfie with gear in economy and then take a picture of you in first class and be like, look at this envy in first class while I'm with his wife in economy. Envy's like, I'm not insecure. Yeah, I'm not insecure. <laughs> I, I see insecurity on your face. I see you that I see you thinking about that right now. I'm not insecure. Sir. Okay. Stuff like that does not bother me. <laughs> That's my wife, my lady, my queen. But if you go back to check on her and she fell asleep and her head is leaning on the guy's shoulder. And it's Maxwell. He also. First of all, Maxwell would never be in a con. Right? There was only one seat left. There was, a number. There was only one seat left. She sits next to Maxwell and now her head is next to Maxwell. What if Maxwell only decided to sit in economy because he saw Gia back there in economy? Y'all played too much. He was like, yeah. you know what? Somebody else take my first class seat. I want to trade. What if you walk back there and then. They're toasting and having drinks, laughing. <laughs> laughing their ass off. You're in first class trying to sleep. All you hear is, <laughs> and laughter. What you going to do? What you going to do, Envy? And they're sharing a blanket. <laughs> See, y'all go too far. Y'all go too far. Yo, that's too far. funny as hell. Maxwell goes, <laughs> and then get under the blanket goes, <laughs> you would cry. See, I play too much. Breakfast Club, good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems 
may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. We have Cesar Pina flipping their jersey, and we also have Jenny Tips. Hey, how welcome, you doing? guys. Good morning, How's it good morning, going? Good morning. Good. We're good. Here to like talk I... about real estate this morning and everything that's going on in the real estate market. I feel like I just saw y'all. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yeah. Deja vu. So what's going on in the real estate market right now? We're seeing it's it's no low inventory, interest rates are high. Is this a good time for people to continue to buy real estate? I believe so. Right now the market is shifting a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So you should definitely look into more into rental properties now, right? Because no matter what, interest rates are going up, but there's no inventory, there's a housing shortage when it comes to rentals and buying properties. That's not going away anytime soon. So you're at a point now, you have two choices. Either you buy that house and pay a $3,000 mortgage, if it's something to live in, or you're gonna rent it from somebody else and pay them $3,000 a month. So that's pretty much your choice when it comes to an owner-occupied property. So for somebody trying to buy their first home, would you uh, suggest a multi-unit home? For sure. 100%. Why is it's that? It's their first home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because they're gonna have that income coming in. Mm-hmm. So they don't always have to depend on their job. For some odd reason, if they get laid off or, you know, things happen, you get sick, at least you got that income. I mean, our first home was a two-family. Mine, too. Yeah. So what that means is what the one floor pretty much pays the mortgage, 
and your flaw is pretty much what you're using to save. Yeah, mm-hmm. you use it to save. You save a couple of dollars. You have a car payment. You want to go on vacation. Now you don't have to stress as much. You have a better quality of life. Now, what about, I've heard people give the advice that you should not buy um, like a condo because of the housing association fees that come with that. I think it's everybody's lifestyle choice, mm-hmm. right? When you buy a condo, yeah, you pay homeowners association. There's pros and cons. You don't ever have to cut your grass. You get a pool, you never have to clean it. They clean it for you. There's a laundry room. There's a gym. Uh, there's so many amenities. You know, there's an elevator. You don't ever have to worry about the maintenance of the elevator or, you know, cleaning up the trash around the property. If your toilet gets messed up, they have a company there that'll fix it for you. So all of that is included. The downfall of buying a condo is where you got to do your research is when there's, um, what do they call that? An assessment. Assessment, yeah. yeah. So you might end up inheriting an assessment. So if the condo is about 10, 20 years old, and they need to do updates, you might be responsible for that. Yeah. We've done a, a zillion and one uh, real estate seminars trying to encourage people and teach people how to buy real estate. So what do you say to people, first and foremost, I don't have enough money. How much money do I need to buy my first property, investment property? I think that's the, the main question we always yeah. get, right? Mm-hmm. How much do I have to save? It all depends what, what kind of loan you're gonna do. You're gonna do uh, FHA loan, mm-hmm. you know, it's only 3.5% down. Conventional now also has for owner-occupied properties a 5% loan, too. Mm-hmm. So it all depends. You know, if, if you use one of those programs, you don't have to put a lot of money. If you go the regular conventional route, route and do 20 25% down, at that point, you'll get a better rate. When you make an offer, more, more people are going to look at your offer a little bit more serious. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much the difference when it comes to it. But it all depends, man, one more, in what market you're in. You know, try, it, it all depends. Tri-state area. Right now, let's say if you wanted to buy a property that's five hundred thousand dollars, you're looking at you need anywhere between twenty to twenty five thousand in the bank. And I also didn't want to have to pay PMI. And I know when I was buying my first house, because that's something too that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. With the realtor trying to sell me a house, he was like, "Oh, you only have to put down, you know, you could put down ten percent." But then I would have also had to pay mortgage insurance, and that was kind of pricey because that was about a thousand dollars a month for the house that I was buying, and that's not money that you get back you know, for anything that just goes straight to them. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it just depends on, would you rather have the money in the bank or would you rather not pay that extra money monthly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's the whole thing, right? Let's think about it. All right, I'm going to pay the PMI, right? But now I have another 10% to play with. I could take that 10% and get a rental property and make all that money every month, right? Say that 10, now I take that 10%, I put it over here. Now it's going to make me another 3,000, 5,000 a month. The PMI, if you're in a market like this one, right? where values are through the roof and they keep on going up, once you hit that threshold that you have more than 20% equity in your property, then the, the you call up your bank and they take the PMI away. Mm-hmm. You just have to get to that threshold. Yeah, <laughs> but in an escalating market, right, like this one that just makes no sense, right, how values are, it could be a two-year thing, a three-year thing, but at that whole time that you use that other percentage of money you had, you could already made fifty to sixty thousand on your money. Now, for people who decide to do like an adjustable um, interest rate on their mortgage, why would somebody do that? Just what are the circumstances that you would say this is a type of loan I want to get? Well, usually, even with the commercial properties, right, anything over five six units, they're always five year terms, right? So it's five years, and then you have to uh, redo the loan again. But I think right now an adjustable is a good choice, right? Right now, when I, when I looked at the rates this morning, uh, the thirty year was like five point, almost five point nine. 15 year was like 5.6 adjustable was like still in the fours like late fours so even though oh man you know I, I want a 30 year mortgage but I think right now the way that everything is going a five year mortgage might be a, a good option now how many units do you guys own now 
So we currently own and manage and also have projects that we're building now from the ground up around the country of 3,000 units. 3,000 units. Yep. Is there a, a cap of how many units you don't want? To, like, when do you want to stop? You have 3,000 units, so that means you're getting uh, income from all those 3,000 units or will get income. When do you want to stop? When is it enough? So I think, hold on a second, because I want to say what drove Caesar to be this crazy monster mm -hmm. that he is, is that he ran into a guy, want to say, like, what? how many years ago you ran into this, this guy? The, the Jewish guy that he told you he had 10,000 units. Oh, yeah, he, this guy told me he had 10,000 units. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so once Caesar heard him say that, he turned into this monster, and I don't think he's going to stop. He'll tell you, okay, 5,000, then he'll say 10,000, but he's not going to stop. You're not going to stop? No, he's not. I don't think so. Like, now it's 5,000 units, then, then I'll slow down, and then my daughter's going to graduate from high school next year, so then once she takes over, I figure I'll slow down a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. In real estate, there, there really is no end game. Like, mm -hmm. you could just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. So yeah, you it's just totally evolve. up to you. Being that there is low inventory, do you look at it also as a good time to say, I should sell some of these properties because it's at a high? So what we've been doing with that is uh, our smaller properties, right? Like anything under four units, we have been selling, right? Because the one thing about real estate, you, you got to learn how to adapt to the different markets. Mm -hmm. So we've been selling the smaller properties, and then we're taking a lot of that profit, and we're putting that in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. I see the Midwest, how I see the tri-state area about five, ten years ago. So there's still a lot of opportunity over there, and you get more for, for your money than you do out here in the tri-state area. So for people looking to invest and, and might not be able to afford big markets like your New York, New Jersey, Miami. or your L.A., mm -hmm. or even Atlanta now and parts of Florida, where would you recommend that they start looking to invest? Right now, as far as rentals, you know, we've been focusing on the Midwest the last year or so. Uh, Chicago, mm -hmm. uh, we like Milwaukee, Ohio. Those areas have a cheaper price point. So when I first started in the tri-state area in New Jersey, I was paying twenty thousand to forty thousand a unit, right, um, per per door. Now, our doors in the tri-state area are anywhere between one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand a door, right, in a matter of five to ten years. Mm -hmm. In the Midwest, I'm paying twenty thousand to forty thousand a door, and on some of the properties already that I bought in Chicago, my the doors are already worth a hundred thousand a unit. Mm -hmm. in a matter of, you know, less than a year and a half. So that excites me. So I definitely tell everybody, when it comes to rental properties, I will definitely think about the Midwest. There's still a lot of opportunity in the tri-state area because mm -hmm. you got to think about it, right? Before, if you bought a, let's say, just simple numbers, a three-family, you pay mm -hmm. 500000 right? You're going to get a rate of 3%, right? So at that point, let's say all in with the mortgage, insurance, taxes, everything, you're at, let's say $2,500, right, around there, give or take, right, boom. But you were only making $1,500 an apartment, right? So you're at $4,500. So when you take that away, $2,000 is your profit every month, right? Mm -hmm. That was the market when rates were low. Rates are high now, right? Boom. You're paying $500,000 for that same three family, right? $500,000, rates are higher, 6%. 6%, you're at 3000 Mortgage, taxes, insurance, everything, let's say you're at 4000 but guess what? Now the rent in that apartment is higher. So now your your rental income went from forty five hundred dollars to seventy five hundred, right? A month. And that's in that's right now in Patterson, Newark, all these areas yeah. have the rents have gone up so high, which is crazy, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't know how people could afford that. But when you do the numbers on the higher interest rate, you're still making three thousand dollars a month. Mm. Over here you were making two thousand or twenty five hundred. So yeah, rates went up, but now you make more money. 
if you're a landlord, right? Because the rents are, are up. All right, we have more with Caesar flipping New Jersey and Jenny Tips when we come back. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with flipping New Jersey, Caesar and Jenny Tips. We are uh, doing a seminar July 31st. So for people listening and never been to a real estate seminar, why is your real estate seminar good and why is it better than other people's seminars and why is it a place to get a lot of knowledge? Well, the most important thing, right, is is affordable, mm-hmm. number one, right? There is no upsell, right, at our seminars. We pretty much break everything down. Credit, buying your first property, what's FHA mortgage, uh, what's the, what, what kind of attorney, the attorney review process, how does that work? Uh, what realtor should I use? Hard money loans, investment loans, developing, uh, multifamily, commercial, uh, Airbnb now, uh, wholesaling. We pretty much break everything down when it comes to real estate. Every, show, anything you can think about. And we show people like what questions they should ask when hiring these professionals too. So it's not like yep. we just bring people up there to blow smoke up your ass. But it's like we actually teach the people exactly what to look for, their expectation in hiring each individual mm-hmm. professional. Well, another reason I like about it is that people actually purchase homes from the seminar. Like they they have, they come back and say, "Hey, I followed you guys and yeah, I purchased they do. the home. Yeah. I, I followed you guys and I got my credit fix. I followed you guys and I got a loan." So that is July thirty first at the Jacob Javits Center. Uh, it's back. So if you want to learn, and it's not just real estate. We talk about everything. We talk about credit repair, helps you with your credit repair, hard money lending, conventional lending, uh, property management, contractors, anything that has to do with real estate, we break down it. And not only that, we show you pictures and we bring in people that actually do it. Uh, Caesar and I and Jen, we don't do wholesaling. Nope. That That's something that we don't do. But we bring in somebody that actually does it that can explain that. We don't do Airbnb, Airbnb, but we bring in somebody that actually does Airbnb and can guide you how to do it. Uh, many cases, we brought people from auction.com where we purchase our properties. Mm-hmm. And they tell you how to guide through the the auction site and the website to actually purchase a property. And like, uh, like uh, Caesar said, there is no upsell. So once you go in there to speak to people... It's not like, well, you get there and they charge you $100 to talk to them. Not that at all. It's really about the learning process. Now, one of the big reasons we haven't been doing these seminars is because so many times people come up to us and say, how can I invest with you guys? How can I learn more? How can I get in, in on some of your deals? So you came up with this idea. Yep. Break it down. So I think it's genius. I thought it was yeah. dope. Like you said at our seminars, people are always like, okay, what's the next step? How can I get in a deal with you guys? After our seminars... We never really had anything after the seminar because we wanted to do the right project, right? The right platform that we... Because even with the seminars, when you think about our seminars, we it's almost like we're going back in time and saying to ourselves, when we first started in real estate, what was missing? What help that we need that nobody ever gave to us, mm-hmm. right? So same thing with this. Now we have a, a real estate membership platform, right? It's called Flip Number 2 DAO, D-A-O. Mm-hmm. So... Real Estate DAO is pretty much an educational platform where you're going to have the education part, our real estate network, and the most important questions are seminars, how could we co-invest in a deal with you guys, right? So in essence, flip to DAO, any question you ever had about real estate, how do I qualify for FHA mortgage? You click a button, answer's there. How do I get a hard money loan? Click a button, the answer's there. How do I, I bought a piece of land. How do I develop this property? You click a button, the answer is there. Anything that you ever thought about if, that you needed to know as far as real estate will be at your fingertips. Think of Flip to Dow as a real estate black book. Now, the other thing is, all right, I got all the education part down packed, right? 
I learned what wholesaling is. I learned what a hard money loan is. What what do I do after this, right? You have all these educational things out there where you buy something and it gives you information that you could have probably looked up online, right? It doesn't give you the resources. With flip to dial, it gives you the resources. Now, besides education, now you're ready, you learned. How do I get, I'm in Ohio. I need a realtor, a realtor here that, that uh, works with investors, right? That gets invest, investment properties, right? Because there's always different kind of people that you need in your platform, right? And in, in your network. You click a button, you have a, a realtor that concentrates in multifamily properties in Ohio. All right, I bought a property in Florida. I need to add uh, a second floor to it. Click a button, the, you need an architect, the answer is there. Now, now the reason this, this came up is what we did was we, we started, we talked to everybody who did real estate deals around the country. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the good things and the bad things about the real estate market and what was happening. So for instance, when me and ye purchased homes in Detroit, the, the most difficult thing for us was to find a contract. Yep. Right? You went through, how many contracts did you go through? You? <laughs> Probably like five, four, five. She went through four or five. I went through two. And usually is I waited for her to see how it was, right? <laughs> Not and, this time. <laughs> and, and and sometimes they were good and sometimes they weren't too good. And I lost a lot of money doing it. And it was a lot of different things that I didn't know. So we said, let's, let's in the site, let's put something where if you're in, let's say you invest in Milwaukee and need a contractor or need a property manager or need something, we can guide you to people that actually do it in that market that have had success, that do good jobs. Because I lost a lot of money in the Detroit one, and I'm sure you did too, right? You? Uh, I wouldn't say it. Well, I mean, I still made money. No, but you lost money with the with the contracts. You had to change money. a couple times. But yeah, no, I definitely could have made more money than I made off the property. I think... Um, that's the hardest thing when you don't live in a place too mm -hmm. and you're trying to find people to do work and you don't know who's good and who's not good. Yeah. You know, I wish that I would have seen like ratings for people, seen some of the work that they've done because I know that sometimes you can get really desperate just to get a contractor and we've heard some really horror stories yeah. about trying to work with a contractor. The person does half the job or they don't do the work properly up to code and then they run off with the money. Yeah. You know, I've heard of people who bought a new home and then ended up having to sell it because the work was done was so bad that it would cost too much for them to actually even repair how bad the work was. Correct. So on this site, that, that'll guide you through those different areas. So if you're looking for somebody in Miami, in Milwaukee, in Chicago, in Detroit, New York, New Jersey, there's a platform there where we actually guide you and, and tell you who's done work and they can show you their pictures and show you what they yeah, do. Yeah, because you got to vet people out, yep. too. Yep. Yeah, yeah for everybody's a damn contractor. No, no, for yep. sure. You can everybody see knows somebody who do do this and who does that. and So it'll be licensed professionals. Yes. Correct. Okay. Because that's the other thing, too. You get people who aren't licensed to do your plumbing or your electrical work, and it's over. Like, yeah. that never turns out well. That's right. So that, that's the main thing with the site. And then also, which is the, the biggest thing, is people always ask, how can I invest with you guys? And we never take anybody's money. And the reason being is I don't want to be responsible for anybody's money. And that's celebrity, that's athletes, that's yeah. anybody. But now there will be a way where people can actually invest and be a part owner on some of the projects that we actually buy. Yeah, yeah. so they'll see, they'll see the actual, whether it's a multifamily or flip, and then it's going to evolve from there. But they'll be actually they'll actually be able to see the property, the condition, what we're buying it at, what's going to be the repair value, what's the rental income that we're going to get, and then they'll have a dashboard and they're going to see how much money they're going to get monthly based on the rents and the expenses we collect. So the dope mm -hmm. thing about that is why I was super duper excited is everybody always asks how how can I walk through the process. So let's say uh, it's a multi unit building that costs let's say a hundred thousand dollars and you can invest a hundred dollars. Yep. Right. So you invest a hundred dollars. So now you're a part owner of this mm -hmm. building. Yep. 
A small part, but yep. you're a smart part. Definitely a partner. But you're a partner. So yep. now, how does it work? How does somebody who invests a hundred dollars on this hundred thousand dollar building? How do they make money? So pretty much, we're gonna fractionalize uh, um, the real estate into real estate shares, right? So that hundred dollars, when you think about it, right? Think about it right now. You have a hundred dollars in the bank. How much interest do you earn a year on that hundred dollars? Point zero 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 eight. Okay, so. If you have a hundred dollars, I did not did, but it's about it's, I'm somewhere around there. Though. I don't want anybody to think close that was a fact. It. It's close to it. No, that's not a fact. It's somewhere around there. Though. So you take a hundred dollars, right? You buy a, a a share and flip to Dow, right? Now that hundred dollars, on average, right now, our returns on on our real estate investments are anywhere between sixteen percent to let's say about twenty two percent, right? Let's say a year. So that means on that hundred dollars, you'll make eighteen dollars a year. Within the bank, you'll make about zero. Got you. Yeah. And then if it was $5,000 and you got, hey, I got five grand, I'm not doing anything with it, you'll make about $900 a year. Now, question with that. So you get to see where the money goes and yep. how the money is thing, and you get to see who pays. So you get to see the whole process of how your money's being spent and do the whole project. Yep. And it's pretty much what we're building is we're trying to build a community, right, where everybody is a part of it, everybody is learning, everybody is investing together. Because um, that's very important, right? The whole thing is we don't want to just do a platform where, you know, sign up, give us your money, this is what it is. No, we want you to be a part of it. All right, we have more with Caesar, flipping New Jersey, and Jenny Tips when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with flipping New Jersey, Caesar, and Jenny Tips. How can you guarantee that people will actually make money and not lose money? How can you guarantee that? The, the real estate that, you know, you have people investing in is, is good real estate. Well, the most important thing for us is, right, is we buy under market value real estate, right? When you look at all the other platforms out there and, you know, they raise capital to buy properties, usually they buy it at retail cost. We buy under market value. So when you invest with us, even that $100, we're buying the properties under market value. So not only are you gonna, you're going to get a great return in your investment, right? you're also going to get equity over time because we bought the property on the market value and we've been doing that successfully over and over for the last 15 years because we're not we're not uh, deal junkies, right? That we're just buying deals to buy deals. No, right? There, there's a method to all the madness, like my wife says. You know, as long as you buy under market value, you're never going to get hurt. And that's the number one thing that we do. So now but, for people that want to get more information and want to get involved with this, they want to invest or they want to, you know, start right now, what's the website so they can do that? It's www.flip, the number two, Dow, D-A-O. What does Dow stand for? Decentralized Autonomous Organization. Okay. And a question, and also the seminar, which is coming up July 31st. Now, for people who don't know, uh, what will they learn from the seminar? What will they get out of the seminar? It says here, real estate meets the metaverse. So we're going to talk a little bit about Web3, blockchain technology, uh, land in the metaverse, stuff like that, because everybody has an interest in it. I think that the future of finance is Web3 and blockchain technology. It's definitely going to be geared to that. Like I know right now, the crypto market, NFT market is kind of crazy, right? Mm -hmm. But that part of it, the Web3 blockchain technology, it, it definitely is the future of finance. So if you want more information, go head over to flip to dow That's Flip, the number two, DAO.com. And also don't forget, the seminar is going down July 31st. So if you want to learn more about real estate, and not just in the metaverse, real real estate that you yeah. can actually touch, yes. and also the metaverse, there will be uh, credit repair people, hard money lenders, conventional lenders. Um, there will be uh, appraisals, uh, 
property managers, contractors, they're going to break down where the deals have gotten from auction.com to hubzoo.com and where they get the deals. Uh, EYL will be there as well talking about some of their, yep. their real estate stuff and some of they do. Uh, Ian will be there as well talking yep. about some of the, how to get some of yep. his, use some of his money, not just in real estate, but in the stock market as well. So it's going to be a big day. That's July 31st at the Jacob Javis Center. Yep, that's for, for our seminar. And then, Envy, one of the things, right, when we first did our seminar, right, we did a different seminar than everybody else, right? So for Flip to Dial, what we're doing different right now, mm-hmm. right, which has never been done before. Mm-hmm. For, I almost forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you forgot the, the the most important part. That's right. Yeah. So for flip to dial right now, uh, as far as our what you want to call it, early bird pe- special. I don't. I wouldn't say early bird, but just like, you know, welcome. Yeah. So people that sign up now to flip to dial are gonna have a chance to win a house, a three family house. Now, yep. not a house that's ten thousand. Nope. Not a house that's fifty thousand dollars. The house is currently valued at how much? Half, five hundred thousand. Half a million dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars. Now, so if you go to the seminar, which is July thirty first, or you sign up to Flip to Dow, you have an opportunity. We're going to give this away during Christmas, so it's a perfect Christmas gift, and it's a three family house. You can do whatever you want with this three family house, so it's ready to rent. So you can rent it oh, out. Oh, it's renovated and everything. It's, it's renovated. renovated. And everything. If Envy wins, I know this is set up. Uh-huh. No, it, we hired a third party to yeah, handle no, it. We're doing yeah. everything <laughs> on the up and up. No, yeah. no. terms my and conditions apply. My cousin won't win. Yeah, no, no, no. So it's. I'll be three, like, now wait a minute. No. I'd rather not give it to a cousin. It's a three anyway. family house, and each floor gets how much rent? You're probably looking at anywhere as far as cash flow a month between fifty five hundred to sixty five hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do whatever you want with that. You can do whatever you want. They own it free and clear. And back taxes? No, no. Er- back everything taxes. is free. <laughs> Are there what, any liens on the house? No, no. no. <laughs> well, once you take over the property, you're responsible for your taxes and all that <laughs> stuff. But you're gonna get clear title, right? Uh, the house is brand new, and we're not just gonna give you the house. We're not gonna walk, you know, because let's say somebody wins it out of state, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna help you with the property management. We're gonna guide you in that direction for if free. You, yeah, as yeah, yeah. As, as far as the sweepstakes, yeah. And we'll if, document it on the platform so yeah. everybody will learn as well. So you can do whatever you want. So you can keep the the rent, which is fifty five hundred to sixty five hundred dollars a month, yep. free and clear. You can sell it and go buy yourself a Rolls Royce if there. you want. You yep. can live in it if you want. Yeah. You yep. can go take a vacation. You could you go buy some Rolexes. You could buy a Cuban link. You no, 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 no. You could do it. <laughs> no, this no. yours. That, yeah. yeah, you could do it. Yeah, you could do that. But you know the, the whole. If it was me and I won this house, I would refinance the house, take the money out, and buy more property. Right. That's what I would do, and then cash flow every month. Again, you could do whatever you want. You could keep it long term. You could refinance the house. You could flip it. It's totally up to you. But again, nobody has ever given away a house. It makes it seem so easy, though. You could refinance and buy more yeah, property. Like- we're going to guide you. But we're we're going to guide you with those questions, right? That's the that, that's why we're doing Flip to Dow, right? So we can answer any question that you ever had about real estate. But again, it's a $500,000 house. Is there a pool? There's I'm, no I'm po- kidding. There's definitely <laughs> not a pool. There's a backyard, though. You could, put a, you, you could put an above-ground pool if you want. Now, let, now, now, let me tell you how. Th- this house is nice. I tried to buy the house, right? Because it's a house. It, it's, it's, it's I was a trying big to house. sell the house. You were trying to sell yeah. No. I was trying to buy the house. It's a three-family house. It has a big yard. It's on a nice street. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's something across the street where you don't have to worry about other neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect house to rent out. You can make money. You can sit back and just collect rent for the next... 50 years of your life if you wanted to. But we felt like, you know, people talk so much ish about what... Envy, if you would have asked me, I would have told you not to use them. Because <laughs> I wasn't using them. Six months later. Yeah. Great. Well, anyway, but Angela, you did get me those properties, so I can't be too And mad. you did make some money. I did. And he and did buy me a Louis Vuitton bag. Oof. I did break you off over that, and I, and I broke nice. off your boyfriend too, right? 
Oof. Mm-hmm. See? And guess what I did with that bag? That sounded weird, right? Broke off. <laughs> no, I didn't break <laughs> yes, off like did. that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't, but... You want some strange for some change. And I bought her a bag. You know what she did? Mm. She brought the bag back. That's okay. I traded it in for something else. That's all right. I got it a, happens. I got a coat. Okay. Oh, wow. A nice All Louis right. Vuitton coat. Oh, wow. I never would have purchased that. I flipped it. <laughs> you flipped it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's The Breakfast Club. It's Caesar flipping New Jersey and Jenny Tips. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. A great night's sleep starts at Mattress Firm this summer. Right now, Mattress Firm is giving you a chance to win your dream bedroom suite. Valued up to $2,500 plus $1,000 cash. To enter and view official rules, visit breakfastclubonline.com. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> Yes, donkey of the day goes to Gravity Diagnostics in Covington, Kentucky. All right, this donkey of the day today is near and dear to my heart because at the top of the year, I made a commitment to myself that 2022 is the year of boundaries. Okay, if you have never read the incredible New York Times bestselling book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, do yourself the biggest favor and go do that. It is by uh, Nedra Glover Tawab. She's been a guest here on The Breakfast Club. She's been a guest on my weekly show on Comedy Central. Uh, The book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, is a guide to reclaiming yourself. Okay. She has a set boundaries workbook that you can purchase with the book as well. And the reason I love this book is it because it, it because it's because it gives you the language to express what it is you may be feeling in regards to having boundaries. Okay, what does setting healthy boundaries look like to you? Whether it's work, relationships, smoking a joint, anything that has to do with other people, boundaries have to be set. Which is why I realized. Uh, one reason that's one reason I don't like to be outside. Okay, I took my old ass in these streets this past weekend to see my guy Andrew Schultz uh, sell out Radio City Music Hall here in New York City. Two shows, twelve thousand people, and I went to the second show. The reason I went to the second show is because he was having an after party. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna lay on the couch all day Saturday, get these naps in, so I can get these naps in, so I can be ready for the night's festivities. And what I realized about myself is after this pandemic, I am very socially awkward okay especially in a nightlife setting and you know why because i told y'all in 2022 that's the year of boundaries for me and i don't know if y'all know or not but there are no healthy boundaries you can set in a club okay in fact you actually look like a complete jerk setting boundaries in a club if you don't want to be bothered why in the hell would you be at a club if you want to be tucked away in a little section with just you and your friends you could be doing that in the living room at your house Okay, or one of your friend's house. You can't really set boundaries at a club or any setting where you are there to be social. And I need my boundaries. Now, I'm saying all that to say the place where boundaries can be set is at work. Okay, in fact, work is the place other than your relationship where you can set the most boundaries. And healthy boundaries are absolutely a necessity in the workplace. And Kevin Burling of Kentucky laid out a boundary for his manager at Gravity Diagnostics. In fact, it was a very simple request. And the request was... He asked him not to celebrate his birthday at work. Well, Gravity Diagnostics did not respect their employees' wishes, and they threw a birthday party anyway. And man, because of that, Kevin Burling got the greatest B-Day gift of his life. Let's go to WKRC Local 12 for the report, please. Kevin Burling had worked at Gravity Diagnostics for about 10 months in 2019, and because he suffers from anxiety disorders and panic attacks, he asked the company not to celebrate his birthday as it normally does for its workers. 
and that's when things started to go south. According to the lawsuit filed in Kenton County, the office manager forgot his request and still held a birthday party for Burling. That triggered a panic attack, and he left and spent his lunch hour in his car. His bosses held a meeting about the incident, triggering another attack. At that point, company managers told him to leave for the weekend and then subsequently fired him, telling him they were worried about him being angry and possibly becoming violent. Burling declined interview requests. His lawyer, Tony Bucher, says the company apparently was more concerned about others than his client's well-being. A jury believed Burling and this week awarded him $450,000 in damages, including $300,000 for mental anguish. Mm. I want my money. Okay, in fact, since y'all want to celebrate B-Days, and I told y'all not to, put it all in a birthday card. Write the check for the 450 and put it in a birthday card, okay? Everybody not with all that noise on their B-Day. That man told y'all I didn't want no cake, I don't want no balloons, I don't want everybody gathering around singing me happy birthday, even if this is Stevie Wonder version. And it was Kentucky, so you know it wasn't the Stevie Wonder version. Okay, you don't know what the reasons were for not wanting to celebrate his born day, all right? Kevin might have had religious reasons. Maybe he just didn't rock with y'all like that. And would rather do that with his friends and loved ones. And actually, he did have a reason. His reason was because he said a B-Day celebration would bring back childhood memories surrounding his parents' divorce. Look, he don't even owe y'all an explanation. He told y'all he didn't want no birthday celebration. Y'all can debate all day on whether this man overreacted or not, but there is no such thing as an overreaction when I set a boundary and you overstep said boundary. Okay, and these are actually the worst boundaries to overstep because this is really all about you. You think that what you are doing, you know, for me is so great that it has to be done. Therefore, you're not really thinking about me. You're thinking about yourself and how it's going to make you look and how it's going to make you feel. You're not thinking about me. So now eat this lawsuit and run me my 450000 okay? All boundary violations aren't physical. Most are mental and emotional. Kevin said his supervisor chastised him for stealing his co-worker's joy and for him and called Kevin, said, stop, told him, stop being a little girl. Look at those keywords, stealing his co-worker's joy. What about my joy? It's my birthday. You don't care about me, you care about yourself. Imagine going to someone on their birthday and saying, if you don't let us have a party for you, then you will be stealing our joy. Come on, man, the nerve. When someone oversteps your boundaries, they are letting you know that what you want doesn't matter. Let me tell y'all something else. No is a complete sentence. And you know what else is a complete sentence? Run me my money, okay? Please give Gravity Diagnostics in Kentucky the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right. Kevin Berlin, get your coins. Every red cent, all the money. Thank you for that donkey of the day. Yes, 450000 The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, French Montana. 
Man. Feels like it's been like a decade since you've been up here. For real. Oh, God. <laughs> it's been a long time. What's been going on with you, French? Hey, what nothing, you been up man. To? Working, working, staying out the way. Acting, just, music. Yeah, yeah. Just finished this, finish this project. Getting ready to drop today. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. th- that's about it. Just staying, out, just staying out the way. So yeah. you back into, because, you know, you gave up liquor. You gave up that yeah. life. Yeah. Are you still gave it up? Or are you still away from I think all I'm still drunk and high. <laughs> <laughs> from before. <laughs> from, from, from before. Uh, yeah. I'm still drunk and high probably. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something went loose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you know, I had to. My body couldn't take it no more. I did it till I couldn't take it no more. So do you feel better now that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a million times better. You yeah. know, I feel the accomplishments. I feel the losses. I feel everything, you know, at 100%. Mm-hmm. Back then, you know, you just... Anything happened, you know, we celebrate every day. You just take a shot. You go to the next celebration. The next yeah, <laughs> like especially like in LA and New York, it's like every day somebody's celebrating something. So you haven't slipped up at all. Nah, that's good. That's amazing. That's yeah. a testament to willpower. Yeah. I saw you were celebrating your album release with our mayor Eric Adams. Oh, shout yeah, shout to the mayor Eric Adams. I think I'm the first one in New York to ever have the mayor come to the album listening party. <laughs> I would have to second that. I think so too. I, I haven't heard I, of such a thing. Well, he also hasn't been mayor that long either. But any mayor, <laughs> what you mean? He's City. the mayor of New York City right now. Shout out to Eric. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's, he's a cool dude, man. He's and he's trying to make a, a difference. Mm-hmm. Did you talk to him about? not using lyrics to indict people yeah definitely mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he's one of us so he's definitely trying to help the kids he just want to make sure that the kids are not going to do the same thing again now uh, are you still signed a bad boy no 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 longer sign a bad boy you just I mean I'm sure your contract was up and you just I think I'm the first one to complete a contract with bad boy <laughs> with Puff he's oh, the first one to do a lot <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Puff man shout out to Puff he was definitely a mentor he's still a big brother Love him to death. Now, I know, I saw, I think it was in the Blue Chill song, you said that you uh, patched up that beef with Diddy and Drake. I think it was it was something going on. I like I didn't really know exactly the details of it, but I know um, I had a birthday party that Iggy Azalea threw for me mm-hmm. on, a, on a boat. And um, when I got there, Drake was there waiting for me. And, and Puff had came in his own little boat. And that was the first time they met after they was going through the altercation yeah yeah but I was already talking to Puff before that I was like whatever y'all got going on y'all, y'all need to dead that you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I'm dead. they both like my best friends so I'm like y'all need to dead that so I'm glad that they didn't even know that each other was coming to the party when they came they just spent the whole night talking to each other and I was like see like you know what I mean I think that's better anyway because when, when you're planning to meet somebody you yeah. come with a bunch of people but if it's just a night out you might come with one or two and then you could actually have a conversation without people around you yeah I didn't tell Drake Puff was gonna be there and I didn't tell Puff Drake was gonna be there so mm-hmm. I, I waited until they got there and you know and there was and there was good you know good friends before that so mm-hmm. when they got there they just sat down and they just you know spoke the whole night and I'm like you see that was best friends to start with and I see you squashed a lot of your beefs that you've had in, in throughout the last couple of years. Yeah, it was with uh, Jim and, and Cam and, yeah. and Fifty. And so, why did you think you had to do that now? Was you just over it, or is it what, what made you say, you know what, let's just let it go? You know, it's just it's like when you beefing, like you feel handicapped. You can't handle nothing. You can't, you know, you can't move here. You can't do this. It's like you feel like you know you stuck to a little space. You know what I'm saying? I want to expand. I done beefed my whole career since yeah, you know me 15 years true. ago. Right, right, true. <laughs> since you know me, I've been beefing. Whatever these kids is doing, whatever's going on, I done did it. I done ran circles around it. I done did it 10 times. Mm-hmm. So I know what beef could bring you, but then I know what talent mm-hmm. and what longevity could bring you and what showing love could bring you. You know what I'm saying? So I know both. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to let anybody, you know, say whatever they want. But it's just, you know, you, you rather pick 
the money and pick, you know, the love. You know, you so you could grow walk. Up too. Yeah. And what about did you did you ever get a chance to talk to uh, Thug? Because I know you and Thug were going back and forth at one time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me and Thug, yeah, me and Thug got no problem. That's why I set out too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Free YSL, free um, free gunner for everybody. Yeah. So, so. And you also survived the Kardashian curse. You talk about that. Huh? Not too many people survived that Kardashian curse. I, I was thrived. I, I, <laughs> I was I was basically saying that like. <laughs> You know, there is no curse. That's why I'm still doing my thing. I think that's what I was saying in the song. I was like, there is no curse, so I'm doing my thing. And Travis doing his thing. And, sh- and, sh- and shout out to them. I just feel like when you go out with them or have a, have a relationship with them or anybody at their caliber, mm-hmm. I feel like that the media start picking up on your relationship life and forget about your your talent life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your music life, your acting life, whatever it is. If it you overshadows them, everything. Yeah, it overshadows everything. You become this reality star where that's mm-hmm. not really the goal. You know what I'm saying? It could be playing basketball, you could do whatever it is. It takes away from your game, and they'd be like, yo, <laughs> this guy is now this, this, because he go out with this, this. You know what I'm saying? So that label just changed. It did used to five? be funny to see you on the Kardashians, so I'm not going to lie. Because uh-huh. Francis is always French. He never changed. It used yeah. to be mad funny, like, yo, Francis on the Kardashians <laughs> right now. <laughs> Are you still yeah. top five sniper? Yeah, I, I might be top two. He's not number two. What's first gonna settle down? Man, honestly, I just I just feel like um I can't give whoever it is the time they want because I'm just so focused on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know and I know some of them be like, nah, you know, you need somebody to ride with you and be there with you until they right there with you and you be like, yo, I gotta go on these thirty day, you know, what I'm saying shows and this and that. Mm-hmm. After club, it's like it's it's hard, and you want to give somebody your all when you go out with them. And I don't feel like I'm at, I'm in that space right now. You think you ever been in love? Um, yeah, I've been in love before. Ever had yeah. your heart broken? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of plenty, course, plenty of times. <laughs> plenty like of you times. Didn't want to yeah, heartbreaking. <laughs> nah, because you know you you gotta go through that early because if you go through that late, you know what I'm saying you don't want to be going through no heartbreaks after after you're thirty. Like you ain't gonna know how to handle it. Nah, I feel like you the heartbreaker. I I can't see you. <laughs> nah, nah, I really don't. I really don't. They know. They, I mean, they know what it is. Now, you usually play with music and sounds on your albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was one of the first to do the Afro beat sounding records, or one of the ones to sound to do the drill sounding records before I heard other New York artists with Drake and Beyonce and and a bunch of people changing the direction a little bit with with house sounding music. Uh, are you dibbling and dabbling with that as well? I think that was something that me and Max B started. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we, me and Max B was doing it from back in the day since Coke Wave. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's just like you know, as soon as Max heard Drake album, he was like, "Yeah, it's my swag. It's 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 a Jersey DC vibe. It's and it's just a wavy vibe. Mm-hmm. I think and Drake could do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. He playing this so he could drop probably you know a rap album right after. He always do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, he did that with um, Controller and all that mm-hmm. at that one point when he just tested the music. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think it's definitely something different. Now, Max B, we, we, when we spoke to you, I think, a while ago, we was praying for good news. You said my, Max might be released soon. And- yeah, well, he in the camps now, so that's 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 a step down, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, Bergen County, when they give you 75 years, they don't want to f- they letting you right out. So Got you. Yeah, so, so so he fighting free Max B. Have you ever healed fully from, you know, Max and, and Chinks? And I heard, I heard one of the songs now is, like, you still feel it to this day. Have you healed fully from any of that? Because you got, you got to think about it. Me, Max B... Um, Chinks, even Zach, my brother, mm-hmm. like we all were just, you know, the same crew making music, you know. So you go through it. Max Beak is seventy five years. Chinks die. My little brother get deported. It's like I'm the only one making music. So it, it like it wasn't feeling the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So definitely, I'm probably get my time to heal by. I mean, from the thing, I don't think I give myself the time. What makes you still want to do music? Going through all of that. Music is something that I do to get away from my job. 
which is music. So I, <laughs> so I gotta make music about making music. It's like, you know, that's why I find, you know, my sanity. That's, that's like, you know, that's my therapy. All right, we got more with French Montana. When we come back, that was French Montana's new joint off the album that's out today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with French Montana. Do you ever miss that 20-year-old, a 22-year-old French Montana from the Bronx where you wasn't a huge star, you could still move around, yeah. and you could enjoy life a little better? Do you ever miss that? No, because I would have been shot or killed. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Nipsey. We praying for little TJ. It's like I would have been, you know, I would have been shot because I felt like everybody loved me. I wasn't moving on defense. You know, I thought everybody was happy I made it, and it was it wasn't that. It was the other way around. Mm -hmm. You know, and your greatest threat come from the inside. I'm glad that I moved to LA for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I did I, I did certain things because that could have protected me from something. Now when I move, even though I got no problem with nobody, I move like I got a problem with somebody. Me having me having beef with people kind of helped me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always on point. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Jim and Jim says, you know, probably one of the toughest jobs to him is being a rapper because yeah. you're always on target. Like you're a target. And it is it's a like everybody job. knows where you're going to be. Do you feel that way? And, and how do you make sure that you're not that target? And what do you tell some of these younger artists out there? 20, I saw 21 Savage said that Jay-Z said, get a chef, get a lawyer and get something else. I think you spend all your money on security. I mean, when they caught Pop Smoke, he didn't have no no security with them mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I think all the young artists just need to know you need security you need like one of those who's gonna take a bullet mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and and, and honestly and I, and I don't mean your homeboys neither cause when you have your homeboys with you and you're thinking that's security that's not that's just the case waiting to happen what about when it comes to women you know as you yeah. said you were the top two snipers but you have to be careful with that too yeah yeah of course of course I mean we targets we targets from every aspect from every angle all the women are looking for bags some of them, that they think that's the way to get paid. Some people, you know, they've been taking their whole life. You know what I'm saying? Robbers, we come from, you know, you come from there. I come from there where, you know, people been robbing their whole life. And, you know, if you look sweet, they're going to grab you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Some people, you know, they just push the limit. Some I call them suicide bombers. Mm -hmm. But they don't really care. Mm -hmm. What was your biggest mistake you'd have to say in this industry? What's the one thing you said, damn, I shouldn't have did that? My biggest mistake was not forcing Chinks to stay with me in LA. Mm. We were supposed to go to um, um, Coachella. Mm -hmm. I was still going out with Chloe, and he was with me, and Malika was there, and he was. we were supposed to go together. And I kept on telling him, like, yo, let's go, let's go. She wants you to go. Like, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to put them together, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, hook them up. And he was like, nah, I gotta go home. I got my, my daughter, this, 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 and that. That happened like two days right after that, or yeah. like a day after that. So that was my biggest mistake. I should have just forced them, but we was all drunk, and I and I, and I let my you know my pride and my ego say, "Oh, you want to stay with me? I right, out of here." Then. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? So he came back, and it was just like a sad situation. Dang. What do you think is the smartest decision you've made? Start rapping, pick up a mic. Mm. And let me ask you this: So you also recently were a topic of a conversation because of basketball wives, yeah. right? DJ Duffy is on the show, yeah, and she had a baby. Uh -huh. She's engaged, and she was saying that she might take some time off from being on the road. Yeah. And you were like, all right, you can't come back then. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second because I saw that was a big topic on yeah. social media. Yeah. When you come into this game, it doesn't come with your own schedule. It comes with sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like you have you have to be able to make certain sacrifices. If not, then you can't be in this game. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come in, come in the game and just expect to make all this money, get all this fame, be this, you know what I'm saying? Then you just want to stay home. It don't happen like that. If I'm sacrificing, you got to sacrifice. 
But if somebody's like, okay, I just need like, you know, six, especially a woman who had a baby. Yeah, she can, no, six she, months, which she did have to take time off because. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. No, of course. That time. And then I can to, come back. That's yeah. not. No, that time she had to take off. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about she was going to retire. Right. Yeah. She was like, she was like, you know, I'm confused. I'm like, don't be confused. Because mm-hmm. there's people that want to be in your position. Right. Yeah, don't be confused. Now, see, the crazy thing about that is, and this is when you start, people get upset, right? The new generation feels like, I feel like a lot of times things should be given, right? Mm-hmm. Now, maternity leave is totally different, right? You have a baby, absolutely, mm-hmm. you deserve maternity leave. Some fathers out there, paternity leave. So now when somebody says, hey, you know, I'm going to take a couple of months off to see if I'm going to retire or not. If you take that time, if you leave me while I'm working, I got to find a replacement. I'm not going to find a replacement no. for a week or a month till you figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a replacement to replace you. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Do you? I think he was honest about it, you know, because somebody could have said, do what you got to do, and then they get replaced anyway. But I also feel like you never know what could happen. He could have got somebody else, and then she could have been ready to come back, and he could have felt like, man, she was better. You know, you never know what could happen. So it is still up in the air to me, but I do think that's an honest thing to say to somebody because, yes, you do still need to have a DJ on the road with you. Yeah, of course, man. You got to let them, like, when you tell them that, that's when they have to make a decision. Do I really want this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That decision have to be made one at one point in your career. Because if you don't love whatever you do, you're going to get tested. You're going to go through certain levels. That they're going to be like, man, do I really love this? Because I am i can't take it no more. And when you, but I know for women in particular, it's different when you have a kid and you have that connection and they're really young. And yeah. then you leave and you miss your baby so much. But then yeah. she missed work a lot, too. So yeah. it's a harder balance, I feel like, when it's women. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she had the time with the baby now. Like, it wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <she did>. uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you, know, at one time, the conversation was versus. Yeah. And would you do versus? Would you be willing to do a versus? I did one with Tory Lanez. I blew his socks off. That that was... That, that was that, the early... That I, was we, early versus. We was the first ones that started versus. And I told Swiss that. Swiss owe me a check. <laughs> I swear, I hit him. I told him, yo, you got to give me a check. <laughs> and, and, and he did. He sent it to my lawyer. Wow, he really yeah, sent you a yeah, check? Yeah, he sent me paperwork. You know, because the first time... They were just beat battling. Right, I remember. You know what I'm saying? I called Swiss and I called I called Timberland up. I'm like, yo, I need y'all to judge this joint. We about to, me and me and Tory Lanez, because he had the quarantine radio. Mm-hmm. But instead of me just going on your quarantine radio and doing that, let's just do it a, a versus. He was like, oh nah, you don't got me. I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> you gotta stop playing with me, man. Mm-hmm. Your catalog ain't even. You know what I'm saying? So we did it. We was talking back and forth. I remember. Then, then I had um Timberland and Swiss beats on the um on the thing and everybody was judging it and after that they just took it and just like you know took to, you know to the next level but as far as me is whoever I know one time Jim it was supposed to be you and Jim which I think would be great because y'all had problems before y'all squashed it <laughs> I think that would be a good one yeah I think because you and Jim, and got, Jim you and Jim got records nah Jim if you're watching this don't do it <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that, and y'all both talked ish, so I think it, it would be really, really entertaining, really, really good. Nah, I don't think. You don't think so? Nah. Why not? Jim got records. And let's just say balling and pop that head to head. We gonna go next. Jim got baby girl. Jim got uh, summer in Miami. Jim got all the Dipset records. Jim got records. All right. Jim got records. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go back and forth. Dipset, but yeah, but honestly though, I think I think you know when it comes to verses, you could just go twenty for twenty with anybody, just because it doesn't matter what else you got. You know, just like how Drake could go against Jay Z, 
even though Jay Z got a longer catalog. It's the top twenty records. That yeah, you have. yeah, it's what right. you choose and what yeah. you put against exactly whatever record. Exactly. All right, we got more with French Montana when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with French Montana. I want to ask you this. You think that people have a certain expectation of you, like they mm-hmm. expect more of the party songs now? Well, I'm, you know, I became the first African-born artist to go diamond. And I became the first male artist from the Bronx, from the Mecca of Hip Hop, to go diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got four albums, three of them platinum. So at the end of the day, for me, I accomplished everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for me to make music for me mm-hmm. and, for, and, and for my core audience, the people that helped me get here, the people that started listening to me when I made Shot Caller and, and New York Minute and the Mac and Cheese mix saves mm-hmm. and this and that. So I felt like me and Harry Fraud, we never gave it a full push. We always just did a one-offs. We did the Shot Callers, we did I'm a Coke Boy, we did this, but we never did a full project. So I just wanted to get back full circle to the essence of hip hop and just like, yeah, you know what? That's what I want to make. I want to make a full rap album. So it's something you just felt like, this is what I want to do. It don't matter. I accomplished so many things and this is the music I feel like I want to do. Yeah, definitely. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about, rest in peace, uh, Fred the Godson, you know, he said, he's like, you know, when you talk about top five MCs, the number one thing is going to be his bars. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the essence, I'm here to make history and leave my mark. I did everything. You know what I'm saying? Like there's artists that been in the game three times the length that I've been in the game and still haven't won diamond. Jay-Z haven't won diamond. Snoop haven't won diamond. You know what I'm saying? But they have way more other things that's more than what I got. But as far as me leaving the legacy, I want to get back to this now. You feel like, because uh, you name all your accolades, some of your accolades, and I think people forget about a lot of the stuff that you do. Do you feel like they don't respect French as a rapper? or as a lyricist because of some of the other things, because of the relationship with the Kardashian and Trina and some of the other ones you stepped down. It's more about French's personal life and less about the lyrics. I feel like it's the same thing with Drake. Drake could rap better than other artists, you know what I'm saying? But they don't want to give it to him because his, his, he's still smelling his flowers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, That's a nicer way to say it, right? Yeah, you still smelling your flowers. Mm-hmm. People ain't going to put the light on you while you're still smelling your flowers. I think with Drake is different, though. Yeah, and I, I think what Drake is is because Drake is busy. He could he, he puts together songs. He he's lyrically he could, he will body a lot of most rappers out. Yeah, there. but I think what, which gives Drake the little asterisk is when he, he went in back in that beef and they was like, oh, Drake don't write his own rhymes. Yeah, that gave him a little asterisk, and he never discussed it. He never spoke about it. He never came out and was like, nah, that's you know what it is. And I think that gave him the asterisk. But if that asterisk wasn't there for hip hop, he's by far one of the best. Yeah, ever. But after this album, we're gonna get back to that topic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. After this album, we're gonna get back to that topic. I I just think you know, and that's and that's and that's the lane I'm going down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's, bro. Like I came from the like if Chicago Bulls in nine like '96, Michael Jones was playing. That's where I was at in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. That's the mecca of hip hop. Like big pun down the street. You know, the Carrera's one down here. Like you know, everybody was right there. Fat Joe, and, yeah, fat, and, yeah, and, yeah. And everybody, Slick, the Ruler, everybody. So to to make it out of there, the time that I was there was Mission Impossible, and and we had to battle, like literally, like you would take five bands, you would take your re up money, fifteen grand, you would go here, you would go here, go to every project to battle. So we I come from hip hop, rap. I had to rap to get on. All my music is rap. You know what I'm saying? When when I got on, 
But, you know, I had to try to, you know, accomplish. You can't accomplish too much with just too much rap. Mm-hmm. Like you seen Jay-Z where he said, I dim my bars down. What was that line that he said? I had to dim my bars down and the money came in. Yeah. yeah, so that's the same thing. Jay-Z switched his whole style up when he got to the back then mm-hmm. came back to the rap. What about acting? So now you've been doing your acting thing. And so is that something that you feel like you want to pursue? Like, I want to be in some more feature films. What's what's yeah. next with that? My documentary is coming out this year. Is you know about the, about the whole story with me coming from Africa and you know starting to rap and you know and being immigrated here and my pops leaving and my mother getting on welfare and <clears throat> Max B and Chinks dying and me having to get through all that. You know I showed it to Jay Z. I showed it um, to Drake. So me and Drake is executive producing it together, and it's 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 going to be real dope as far as in film and and and, and theaters. I'm this year. I feel like you don't tell those stories about yourself that often either. What made you decide now was the time to do it? Because people just know the music and people never really got a chance to see how hard it was to make it, you know, because we make it look easy every day. So people be like, okay, cool. He's just rapping. He he getting lucky with every, all right, he lucky again. He lucky again. What's an artist's career span, you think? Usually, lucky? honestly, three to five. Three to five. They're lucky. Yeah, but now, like a microwave era, now it could be a couple months. It could be a year. It could be a year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So for somebody that lasts 15 years, you got you to give them the blueprint. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Now, so you also re- uh, reference your, your baby mama tripping in the song. <laughs> how is co-parenting going for you? Is it getting better? No, no, it's better. It's better, definitely. It's better. You know, they're always going to want some money, but <laughs> <laughs> it's better, man. Yeah, shout out to her. She's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. We've never been in the media. And I respect everything she do for my son. Well, French's album is out today. What what, what joint you want to play off the album right now? Montega. You can play the one with me, Jada Kiss, Benny the Butcher. Okay. And I got to thank French. <laughs> Every time, you know, first of all, French has never changed his number from I don't even yeah. know how long. The yeah. French's number is still the same since he was still in Bronx, I swear. And anytime I ever call him, no matter what it is, he never says no. So never. First, I was doing my car show. And French had a Bugatti. And I was like, you know, now Bugatti's about a oh, $1.5, $2 million cost. So yeah. If you call and you ask mm-hmm. somebody for a Bugatti, nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, ah, well, speak to my people. Mm-hmm. French didn't say that at all. He was like, yo, just put it on the trailer and bring it. And it was not a problem. Then I'm in Africa, ye. And um, <laughs> the DJ before me, so I was supposed to play the hip hop set. And the DJ before me played the hip hop set. And we're in Africa, so it's like vibes. And I'm supposed to play the hip hop set. So I was like, I got to think of something to do to outdo the kid that played the hip hop set. So I called French and I'm like, yo, French, when I perform, <laughs> true story. I said, yo, when I perform, I'm going to have the camera on the FaceTime and I'm going to call my, my my people from New York and bring New York to Africa. And French was one of the ones that picked up. It was French, Fat Joe, Busta Rhymes, uh, uh-huh. Jim Jones, and Fabulous. Y'all all picked up for me. So I was all just, you know, always appreciative. Always. Yeah, definitely, bro. Always, That's man. That's dope. Is it weird for you being in the club now that you don't drink? No, I got used to it. Because <laughs> I, I at first it's like, what I'm doing? Because yeah. French was the party animal. Oh, like, man, his a... whole intention when you're in the club with him <laughs> is to get you drunk. I yeah. remember one night we were in Vegas. It was my birthday. It was me, you, and Kevin Hart. I don't even know how I walked back to my room. <laughs> he just kept going. And then he had me performing with him. on. It was the weirdest thing. But I had fun. You were performing? I was performing with French on stage. Oh, my God. Kevin was there. It was crazy. <laughs> Is there footage of this? I hope not. Probably. <laughs> I hope not. Goodness gracious. Well, probably. But, 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 but back to what you're saying. You know, people don't go to your funeral for what you did for yourself. They always go to your funeral for what you did for them. And I live by that code. So I be trying to, whenever my people is or whatever it is, somebody I can help, I always do that. 
You know what I'm saying? So when you had me from Africa, it was like five in the morning. Five in the morning, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no problem. I was like, Heavy, where you at? He was like, Africa. I said, oh, no. <laughs> he said, you good? You all right? You need some? I said, yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm not tired of nowhere. I just need you to FaceTime. I just need to FaceTime here in about 30 oh, right. minutes. I need some props here. All right, well, there you have it. French Montana. Montega. is out today. Hey, Montega. Shout Make out to sure Harry you get Fraud. It. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today from the Black Promoters Collective. We have Troy Brown, Shelby Joyner, Gary Guidry, and Vanna. Janice? Janice. Janice. Janice Cotton. Cotton. It's a common name. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> tell, tell, all right, welcome, welcome, how, welcome. How are y'all? All right, all right. Good morning. Make sure you guys talk in the mic, too, when yes. you talk. I know we got a lot of, uh, yeah. Tell us what the, the BPC, the Black Promoters Collective, is, first of all. Well, it's the Black Promoters Collective. It's a group of uh, the top independent promoters that come together. Uh, we came together over covid uh, the break, um, it allowed us some time to slow down and just think about where we were. And we saw a lot of things culturally in the country, a lot of division and um, a lot of uh, just violence in the streets. And it just sparked that emotion in us to say, you know, we've always talked about coming together and um, doing something great for this culture. And so it gave us the time to slow down and just think about it and actually start to get the movement going. And so we all came together and turned it into a real business. And now we're out here doing some of the biggest concerts in the country. It's been a, just an amazing experience. How did you guys get together? I know it happened during the pandemic. Did you guys previously know each other or did y'all respect each other? Because y'all know y'all all in the same business. How did y'all get together on the phone and said, this is what we want to do? Um, we originally started a, a company. It was called um, um, Promoters of Record. Mm -hmm. And it was four of us. Um, it was a Rick Johnson from Chicago, Suleiman Maiusi from Detroit, myself and Bill Ingram from Philly. And we started to have a partnership. And we started The Girls Escape. That's when they first came back. Mm -hmm. um, we did a huge two shows in Detroit. And once we did those two shows, they kind of promised us the tour at the time. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. And they wound up going to one of the big box companies, which was AG Live, mm -hmm. after we kind of branded them. We just didn't have the infrastructure at the time or the capital to make the move. So we told ourselves that'll never happen again. So mm -hmm. how could we empower ourselves as an organization? Mm -hmm. So we met Gary Guidry. Um, he was doing millennial tour, a lot of big tours out there. So he had that infrastructure, that touring infrastructure. And a lot of our other partners was already popping in their markets. Mm -hmm. So we was like, listen, let's just all come together and just form Voltron, right? And we started having calls. At first it started with like maybe 50 people 60 people and we dwindle it down to about six people or six companies and that's who we are today mm -hmm. so y'all coming together to like compete with the live nations and the AEGs of the world bingo okay i think the notion there charlemagne is that you know much like you're seeing and it's interesting that we say the post george floyd era right because you know it did take that for a lot of things to transpire you know across the board you know you look at what a, what what's happening with a lot of black companies, you know, media, entertainment, IP. You look at companies like Group Black. You look at the black effect. Mm -hmm. We're doing that same thing in the live touring entertainment IP space. 
it's literally that same thing. As a matter of fact, we're having discussions with some of those other entities with how how we as people of color and black entities can now Voltron and really ultimately control our IP, create our IP, control our IP, and what we're saying is buy back the block. Well, I was going to ask, yeah. you know, with, with you guys doing these concerts and I, do you guys have a lot of difficulty with these concert venues and these halls, the fact that you are black where they make you jump through hoops and do other things that maybe these other brands or these other box companies, like you said, don't have to do? Well, definitely. that That has been the, you know, the upstream swim that we've been our whole careers, you know. Really, the, the, the spark for this is about the culture. You know, so many of our artists, um, their brands, um, how they're um, communicated to the, in, in, to the community is controlled. That narrative is controlled by people who don't look like us. Mm-hmm. It's controlled by people in, in, in cubicles and a part of these big box agencies that that tell the story of our culture. And so um, we're in the streets. We, we're, we're in the coffee shops and the barbershops and beauty shops. We're just being in the community promoting so we understand how to connect a Mary J. Blige back to the beauty shop, how to make sure that 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 the the message or the brand that she wants to communicate is definitely communicated on the streets. So that's that's really what this is about is it's, it's about it's about the culture. It's about changing the narrative of who we are, what we look like, because we're not just, you know, what we see in the streets on these killings and, and just the, the negativity that normally comes with businesses being black. You know that we don't do good business. Are right? you guys doing the Mary J. Blige Good Morning Gorgeous tour? We are. We are. Okay, we so are. I want you to walk me through that process mm-hmm. and and how you acquired that. So I think it's a couple of things, and that's a great question, Angie. And so I think we have to finish answering your question first on how we got there, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's demonstrated in the work that we did with the first two major tours, Envy, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at Polestar now and you see the success of the night tour, top 10 tour, right? You see success of the culture tour, new edition, Jodeci, Charlie Wilson, another top 10 tour. Well, for the first half of the That was year, all y'all? That's all yeah. us. Wow. Yeah, so top 10 in the world. At, when you look at Polestar and you look at the top 10 tours for the first half of the year, those are the only two black tours. Hmm. That's the Black Promoters Collective. So when you say, how are you guys getting treated? Yes, treated one way prior to, treated another way after. Gotcha. Now let me pivot to your question. That now allows us to romanticize and and our and package our business to now go to the queen of our culture that right. we all grew up with as hip hop kids, right? And say, okay, Mary, proof of check, concept, check it worked. Here's <laughs> yeah. the case studies, yeah. right? We love you. We know who you are. We know what you mean to us. You're now coming off the Super Bowl, Billboard Icon Award, right? You know, let's partner, and here's what we can do. Here's what we do. To Gary's point, not only from a what you know from a business perspective, from below the line level, but in above the line level. Look, we're we're credible on in the streets and in the boardrooms, and I think that affords us a a, a different narrative than the big box big box companies that you guys talked about. Right? We can do it in both in both arenas, which. Mm-hmm. It allows us to maneuver in ways that the other folks can't. I can and see you, her and her team that. being excited also yeah. to be able to absolutely, do that. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. we're buying millions of dollars worth of media guys, and we're doing it all internally, right? So we're doing the digital, the social, the mobile, the radio, the street teams, the grassroots. That's all us. 
So we're ultimately, in effect, an agency unto ourselves. So to Gary's point, now we can go have big brand conversations and partnerships, and we're doing social partnerships as well. You know, you saw during the culture tour, a new edition was going into the boys' clubs, giving bikes back, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to the kids. Mm-hmm. You saw presentations to foundations across all these cities that were happening on, on the tours. You saw Maxwell talking about really black culture things in ways that he was not prior to this tour. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how we're partnering with our people, with our talent, mm-hmm. in ways that they, it, that the other big boxes aren't necessarily doing. Why? Because we come from the places that they come from, and we're looking at life through the same lenses that they are. Mm. I love it, man. The unity and group operation is a must. Like this is, it's honestly the only yeah. way to move. Is a, if you're black now, you got to move as a collective. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Cooperative yeah. economics. Mean, that's right. This business is about scalability. People want to know how big far and wide that you can take their brand and you know being a a, a small operation you know it's only going to go so far because you know culture is culture that's fine but if you're a global brand you want to partner with people that can take you globally mm-hmm. that just makes sense that's just business that's not even black or green and or blue secure, that's just business you can secure endorsements and all of that yeah, that's yeah. That's it. all of that and this whole thing is going full circle mm-hmm. because my first show that I ever did I was right next to this man right mm-hmm. here and Kevin Hunter. My first concert at the Paradise Theater. Paradise Theater, yeah, yeah, That yeah. was my first concert, right? I had to really convince some people to make it happen. You must have a small on, budget if you had Who was the artist? Money. I'm trying to think. It was it, it was a comedy show. It was <laughs> um, show. it was called um, Who's the Next Biggest Comedian or something like that. We came <laughs> up with it and we were supposed to do it with um, Donnell Jones. Mm-hmm. He didn't show up and we wound up getting like Jenny. And we did 1,700 people, I would never forget, wow. in a 3,700-seat uh, venue. And it was crazy. I wound up owning that same venue a couple years later. Wow. And that was the start of our career. Wow. Well, congratulations and good luck. Wow. And definitely, if you're out there, pick up your tickets to go see Mary J. Blige. You know that. The Good yeah, Morning man. Gorgeous Tour. And Troy, I know you're from Boston, so um, you having a party for the Warriors tonight after they beat y'all in Game 6? <laughs> Don't, Don't, like <laughs> Don't let them talk to you like that. Don't let them talk to you like that. Did he say something? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Black Promoters Collective. Thank you for joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, you got a positive note? My positive note is simply this, man. Instead of ignoring loss and trauma or moving quickly past them, we can choose to slow down, sit with each loss, examine it, grieve it, because it's better to sink in and experience it now than to find yourself drowning years later in losses that had no voice. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.